Hi, everyone. I'm Shelby. And I'm Amanda. And we're Overwhelmingly Average. We're a show where the two of us sit down and discuss the hard-hitting topics of today. Including what Netflix show is the most bingeable right now. So sit back. Relax. And join us in for some some fun fun conversation. Hey guys, welcome back. Episode three. Three. So today is a little bit different because Amanda and I are just not just talking to ourselves today. Yeah. We have a special guest. Um, Her name is Holly and she happens to be Amanda's roommate. So Holly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm excited to be here. Obviously, I live with Amanda. Shelby just said that. Um, I just work at a local nonprofit in the area uh, called Blue Skies for Children. Shout out. Um, I coach a volleyball, a couple of different volleyball teams, actually. Um, Just really, really busy soul. I like to... um, I like to be home, but I also like to be doing things all the time. So you really just like to be doing things. <laughs> I like Amanda, but I'm really just never here. So. It's, yeah, Holly's busy the life. busiest woman I know. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's fun. I I love to just like do a lot in the community. So, but you like what you do, so mm-hmm. that helps. I do. Yeah, yeah. Especially Holly, the volleyball thing. Holly is also a really really good roommate. Like she's ser- in all seriousness, she really really. Is. It sounded like you were saying that sarcastically. No, I, like, I know. Where are we going? I with know. This, no, Amanda? it wasn't. It was really serious. And she is so good. I feel like on Friday. Fridays, I have a wife because, like, Fridays are her day off, and so I'll come home and, like, I'll walk in the door and, like, the bathroom will be clean, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my wife cleaned today, and it's, like, it's literally amazing, so, pro tip if you can get a wife. Yeah. Sorry, that's playing into traditional gender roles, and I'm sure that someone listening will get upset, so please know that I'm a feminist, and I don't believe in traditional gender roles. Regardless, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke, so... Anyway, we are going to dive in with a little kind of, I guess, icebreaker, and um, we're just going to talk about what our pet peeves are. Shelby, do you want to go first? <laughs> Shelby's pet peeve <laughs> is <laughs> really funny. <laughs> well, I, th- okay, first of all, this was my idea to do this whole yeah. pet peeve thing, and I immediately came in as like, I think we should do this. This is my pet peeve. <laughs> like, I immediately <laughs> thought of it. Um, so my pet peeve is I cannot stand when people have expired tabs on their car. <laughs> I I get I kind of get really upset about it and I always point it out. Um, it's really so, passive aggressive when you point it out. It's like, wow, January of 09, that's a little bit late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little bit bitter because this year I got pulled over um for having expired tabs two days after they expired <laughs> and I got so mad because like a couple days later I see tabs and they have been expired for like a year and a half and I'm like this is not okay the system is rigged <laughs> <laughs> luckily I didn't get a ticket when I got pulled over but it I have it just drives me crazy people pay for your tabs update your tabs this is a public service announcement public service <laughs> announcement from Shelby Griggs from Shelby Griggs um Okay, I'll go next. Uh, I was going to say that my pet peeve is when people walk slowly in front of me, but then Holly was like, no, you actually have a different one. And so my pet peeve is awkward social situations. I am a two on the Enneagram, so if you know what that means, I'm very sensitive to emotions and things. So if people are like interacting awkwardly, I like physically ache. From the awkward interactions, and I can't, 
like let it go. <laughs> I like physically, like physically ache is is yeah it, yeah yeah. And you can sense that in Amanda if you know her. <laughs> so you can. It's, very, it's just a painful situation. Uh yeah. Your turn, Holly. So mine, we haven't even talked about mine, but I think it might surprise these two, especially. My biggest pet peeve is sniffling <laughs> to me. Like, it's not the little, like, sniffle, like, like oh, that. It's like the deep rooted, like, you, I don't know where that's even going inside of you. Where there's those, like a honk. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Cute, yeah. Anyways, those type of sniffles just make me want to cry and. I've definitely had friends where I've had to, yeah, say that too, and it's, yeah. A little bit off. Uncomfy. <laughs> it's very uncomfy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, now that you know our pet peeves, <laughs> we're going to dive into something pretty deep, like a little bit yeah. more, like, kind of meaty than our last couple weeks. Now that you've gotten to hear our voices and kind of know us a little bit better, we're going to mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about um, a big topic of social media and the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, we obviously realize that social media is like a huge, um, sort of all encompassing topic, but we're going to try and keep it with the lens of, um, body image and self-esteem and things like that. Um, and just kind of talk about what we think and, and especially how, um, social media, we're all millennials. So we're kind of on the tail end of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, but t- kind of touching base on how it affects like the younger generation, mm-hmm. not to sound like I'm 80, but um, just the younger like kids in middle school and high school and stuff like that, because they're growing up with something that we just have no experience with. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's kind of where we're going to go today. So sit back, grab some coffee and we're enjoying and- some Starbucks refreshers. We are. Shout so. out to Thanks. Yep, Shelby picked us up on the way. You're picked welcome. Picked us up Starbucks on the way. Yeah, because it's, you know, like 70 degrees in the middle of October. I know, so. it's kind of amazing. And I'm, I'm like dressed for fall, but... Yeah, okay. but your heart says summer. My heart says summer. Yeah. But my body says winter. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Uh, on that note. Um, so, yeah, let's just kind of dive right in. So, you guys, what do you think... Um, let's, let's kind of... We, we were talking <clears throat> earlier before we started recording just about... Um, more specifically, like just bloggers or even the broader topic of like, like quote unquote social media influencers, Mm -hmm. like that kind of realm. And, and I don't know, like, what do you guys kind of think of that? What's your take on that? Like kind of, like we said, the good, the bad and the ugly. Well, I, I love social media. Oh yeah. You know, to extent like where it's, you know, it's too much. I totally accept that it's, you know, a little bit too much that I love it, but I follow a lot of bloggers um, and you know, you, you find yourself kind of following into the trap where like, I love to follow these bloggers and I love to see what they're wearing. I like to see what they're doing. I like their lifestyles, um, things like that. But I feel like I constantly live, live vicariously through them. Totally. Um, so it's just, it's like, I mean, it's good to a certain extent, but you know, you also have to kind of live your own life, but. Yeah, totally. Well, and I think too, like, I think it's important by saying like, obviously we all have Instagrams, Mm -hmm. like we all, you know, like love social media. And I think it's just like, there's kind of a danger that can come with it. And Mm -hmm. I know Shelby, you and I were talking about, because on Wednesdays our podcast comes out and 
And I don't know, you were mentioning earlier just about kind of like some feelings that you felt realizing that it was a Wednesday and you hadn't posted, so. Yeah, so earlier I um, like realized, um, I I was like, I have not posted on our Overwhelmingly Average podcast um, page. And I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to forget about us. (laughs) They are not going to listen to us anymore because we're not current anymore. And so I felt this like, urge to like need to post something um just because I wanted our followers to like see that we are actively working on this page Mm -hmm. and Amanda told me like later on she saw that I had posted it and she like you know um texted me and said thank you so much for posting I was like worried about that and so Mm -hmm. it's just funny that she had the same feeling like oh my gosh people are gonna forget about us Mm -hmm. you know and 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 the fact that that like that shouldn't matter and people do remember I don't know right so well and and too like if you think about it like if we posted or anything. If we posted one day later, like if we posted on Thursday, people aren't going to be like, oh, didn't. I'm unfollowing them because <laughs> they didn't post on Wednesday, the yeah. day I anticipated. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. But, and I know, Holly, you work with a lot of, like, I'm going to say youth because, you know, like yeah. if we kind of define youth, at least for this podcast, is maybe like middle school to high school age. Mm-hmm. Like you work with a lot of youth, so I know you see a lot of social media being influenced there like do you want to speak a little bit to that and like what you see yeah I think I I'm a part of a volleyball club so I get to see a wide variety of ages in between like middle school high school and the influence that it has on kids nowadays and it's interesting because we're the first generation the three of us really that we had Instagram specifically like towards the very end of high school early college yeah and so we're kind of the first generation that's getting to see it really affect like the middle school high school age group Mm -hmm. and what's cool about it is it really is a connecting point for them and um the ability they have to sort of like follow each other's lives and it's all great and there's obviously cons that come with that too Mm -hmm. but um it's just it's powerful I think is the best thing I can say is the power that social media has right now is is crazy mm-hmm. and Shelby talked a little bit about influencers and um, we were just kind of getting into earlier about sort of people's passions and how those bloggers that passion they have is to blog it's to talk about their lives talk about fashion talk mm-hmm. about hair makeup whatever like they're posting about like that is something they're passionate about and what's cool about that is they have a platform mm-hmm. to to say that whatever they're expressing passion in, young people are watching. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only thing I have to say about it, I think, is that, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's a cool opportunity for those people, whoever it may be, to express their passions in a way that's making those kids um, more confident or... Yeah. Uh, recognize that they can have passions and they can make the world a better place. Whatever mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it may be, I think it's it definitely has power. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about too how like with that power comes like great responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like because these kids are looking and and like we say kids but even like ourselves too, yeah. you know, like like I was mentioning earlier that um a while back, I, I got in this, like, binge where I went and I followed probably, like, 25 different bloggers because I was like, oh, I was kind of almost trying to make my Instagram a Pinterest, you know, like, to have this, like, curated, like, things that I like to see or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and then I realized that there were certain bloggers that I was so envious of their life or the, like, expensive clothes that they had mm-hmm. or, like, whatever they had that I wanted. I was so envious of that that I just felt like crap when I looked at their page mm-hmm. because that's all the emotions that I could feel. And so then a few months later, I did a huge purge. And I, like, I unfollowed a lot of those people because I was like, there's 
they're making, not that they in and of themselves are making me feel bad, but as a result of me feeling about them with the life that I've lived, you know, Mm -hmm. like out of that is being brought Mm -hmm. like, like upset basically, you know, and. Well, and with that, when you were, when you were talking about how, you know, you get envious about what these people are doing in their lives, it's also social media, you're not going to show the bad, you know, it's all the good, the you know, the picture that they posted, they probably took a hundred times. Totally. And it, it's, I guess, like, social media to a certain extent is, like, not real. No. Like, I have, there's many photos on my Instagram where I made Amanda take, like, 20 of them for right. me. And then she was like, well, do you like any of these? And I'm like, nope, got to retake it. And it's yeah. just, you know, it's not real. Like, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is totally a candid picture of me. And yeah. it's totally not. Right. And it's just interesting because that. Like with influencers, it's like on a greater scale because totally. because they have this following that they put themselves like I mean all like I mean there's like hundred thousand people look, watching them or there's right. a million people watching them for the bigger bloggers right and so they like hold themselves to this certain standard right. and they also you know they the other thing that you don't see on their pages is how many negative comments they get how many negative dms they get and i don't know like the 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 negative is never shown which those things shouldn't be shown because you know trolls should not get the light of day but it's just you know social media is you just show the good you're not you're not going to show the picture of you crying in your room because you had a bad day right you know you're never going to show that right so yeah one of the one of my favorite um i follow a lot a lot a lot of body positive um bloggers and Instagrammers and stuff because if you know me at all you know that body image is something that I'm obviously really 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 crazy passionate about and one of my favorite like girls her name is Megan Crab and her Instagram is body posy panda and she's like just this adorable she lives I think in the UK and she like will post the things that like haters and trolls and stuff will say to her like because she'll post like She's, like, curvy, and she's got, like, rolls, and she's not, like, afraid of... And those, like, aren't bad words to her. That's just, like, a fact. That's, like, Mm -hmm. my hair is dyed blonde. That's, like, not something rude to say. That's just a fact, you know? And, like... And, anyways, she just has, like, posted about how trolls or, like, whatever you want to call them, like, mean people are post like will be like oh you're fat you've let yourself go and she'll post that like mm-hmm. she'll like screenshot it and like post it and be like and she'll like white out the name you know mm-hmm. but she like calls attention to like you know being a blogger isn't all like mm-hmm. rainbows and sunshine you know yeah. like mm-hmm. which I think it's something too that I know myself I forget mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. well and I was just thinking about um I kind of like kind of veering a different yeah. direction real quick because I was thinking about this earlier about how um since we didn't get social media, I mean, I remember the day I got my Instagram. It was I the day I graduated high school. Yeah. So June, whatever, 2012 was when yeah. I got my Instagram. And then, I mean, the, then I thought it was just a photo editing yeah. like, Same. app. So I literally just used it to edit my photos. Um, back then you had to like post the picture and then screenshot it. Yeah. Um, wow. And <laughs> so Crazy. it's just interesting. But like, I just think about how you know, these sixth graders, seventh graders, Mm -hmm. they're going on and they're seeing the social media and they're almost, they're almost forced to grow up faster. Totally. And they have, they're forced to be more mature because Mm -hmm. 
I see, I mean, all the influencers that I follow, a lot of them wear a lot of makeup. They they get their hair dyed. I mean, mm-hmm. they're wearing the most perfect clothes. And it's like, well, when I was like in seventh grade, I didn't have those. <laughs> I didn't have Instagram telling me to like wear like buckets of makeup right. and making sure I'm wearing the right things. I wore pants and shirts. I just envisioned shirts. seventh grade Shelby and that's why I'm like laughing. I wore shirts that were too tight. And if I could squeeze into the jeans... They worked. It didn't matter how big my muffin top was. And I didn't have remedies Which is to okay cover if you the have acne. A muffin top. No, there's nothing wrong with having a muffin top. I still have one. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but it's just, you know, my middle school experience was so much different than, right. you know, middle schoolers right now. And, right. um, you know, I just I just think about that and how I feel like they're forced to grow up yeah. too fast. I agree. Um, like my parents didn't even let me wear makeup until my first day of eighth grade. Yeah, same. And there's girls that are on YouTube that are in fourth, fifth grade doing makeup tutorials right. better than I've literally ever done my makeup. And they're, I mean, and that's, you know, that's great if you love makeup and you want to, you know, it's, it's like an artistic thing, which is right. great. But I also feel like, I mean, the, the, the um, age of girls and boys is getting younger and younger and younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I... The other thing with, like, a negative um, impact that social media has had, um, I know somebody who is in, um, she's an eighth grader, and she um, she actually had a group of girls um, basically troll her on Instagram and just told her that she would, it would be better if she wasn't here, mm-hmm. it'd be, you know, she should kill herself, things like that, like, in eighth grade. Right. And yeah. it's just like you don't realize like the things that you do or like right. things that you say. And like luckily she's a strong girl and she kind of right. looked the other way. But, you know, that doesn't always happen. And I, I feel like I went like way to the di- No, uh, but I think that's important but. to point out that that we can have like Instagram. I think we focus on Instagram because I think that's like kind of the yeah. number one social media. It is. Yeah. Really. And like. Because it's a visual, like, platform. Yeah. So. And I think, too, like, like there is the total good side of, like, being creative and, like, those, whatever your creative outlet is, like, being able to show that off and get mm-hmm. good feedback. Yeah. Of, like, this is really neat what you're doing. But then, then there is that dark side of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 this podcast is, like, the good and the bad and the ugly of, like, social mm-hmm. media, you know? And, like, as you were talking about um, – the kids that do makeup or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about doing, let's just use that as an example. Doing makeup tutorials on YouTube as a fifth grader is not in and of itself a bad thing. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that that is what you were saying. But I was just thinking, yeah. like, like that is not a bad thing. But it's almost like where your heart lies mm-hmm. in what you're doing. So, like, if you're... At any age, but just using that example. Like, if you're in fifth grade and you're doing these makeup tutorials and you're doing that because you feel joy of that, like, that's your creative outlet, like Holly was mentioning. Like, that's what you enjoy doing, then that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing that because you feel like you're worth, that you are not as worthy because you're not as beautiful without makeup or because you don't look as good or whatever, then that's where it's unhealthy. You know, like, it depends on, like, like, it's the same thing. Two people could do the same thing, but it's like... Where is it healthy and where is it not? Right. And I feel like that's almost like the crux of Instagram. Yeah. And right? there's a very fine line. Right. You know, it's, a, you, it, it's almost like the line doesn't exist. Like right. you don't know where the cutoff is. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to say what's appropriate and what's not because right. there's just no boundaries on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. And I, I mean, talking on what Shelby was talking about, about 
kids and bullying and all that that goes along with it. I think a big problem, too, that's happening in this generation of young people, what are they called? Generation X? X? Is it X? That's what I, that's... It must be X. <laughs> um, basically, what's going on with the generation that's just one year, one one year, one little bit younger than mm-hmm. us, um, is that they have parents who didn't grow up with it. So they didn't grow up with social media. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what it means to grow up with social media. And so the parenting and the kids are in completely different way wavelengths. Mm-hmm. So the, there's not a good. Okay, that's a statement, but they're. It's harder to parent something that you actually don't have experience right, with. Right, totally. Because phones even came out when we were young. Like, yeah. It's just, we're in that generation gap where like, technology just skyrocketed. Right. And so I could see the issue with parents having a hard time parenting something that they mm-hmm. don't even fully understand. Right, and, yeah. And that's totally a stereotype of what's happening because I'm sure there's parents that completely get it. But right. I think that's where it's kind of missing the mark is... But there's just a level of we can't understand... Even us is. The generation below us is Gen Z. I just checked it. Gen Z, Z. okay. Gen X, X is, is baby us. boomers. Oh. Like, oh. like, I think our parent. Oh, okay. It, there was a picture. Gen- of, yeah, it's There's X- a picture Z, of the breakfast okay. club. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah 80s? From, yeah. 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 Um, and so, but, like, I feel like what you're saying is, like, like we don't we don't know as millennials how to relate even to kids mm-hmm. that are like five six seven eight years younger than us. They've even done more than we yeah. Have. yeah. How can someone who didn't even have cell phones growing up right yeah. relate? Yeah, you know, well to some it, extent. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it'll be interesting to see when like we start having yeah. kids and we yeah. start having teenagers because. We did deal with it, right. like to a certain extent, we dealt with it, and also, you know, my dad, my dad said this a long time ago about how you know technology just moves so fast and we right. can't really mm-hmm. keep up with it, and it's it's eventually gonna kind of destroy us a little bit, and it already kind of has. But my dad said, with everything comes a plateau. So like, right. I mean, social media is continually on the rise, but I, eventually it's gonna plateau, and I and I feel like in a way it might plateau once we get to the certain point where. Like, if when we're parents and yeah. we can monitor it better because we know, I, I don't know if we we're know gonna, the ins and outs. We know right. the ins and outs and yeah. we get it, you know, so we can kind of relate to our kids mm-hmm. more. Um, so I don't know, like, when the plateau will come, but I do believe that the plateau will come yeah. just because, you know, there is so much more body body positivity out there than there used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I oh, just think yeah. about like five, I mean, think I about three years just ago. Just a couple years ago. I mean, and, 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 it's just crazy how much, like, all of that has come out and just being kind and being generous and being just a good person has become popular to yeah, say. You like, know, like, cool. that's like the cool trendy. thing to do, which it's like, oh, my gosh, finally, like, something that, like, trendy is right. you know, a good, good thing, yeah. you know. So um, I just think that's really cool um, that we're kind of – we're seeing – people kind of change their mindset a totally, little bit. Yeah. Um, and kind of being the change. Yeah, so. totally. There's um, a book that I read, uh, Shocker, and mm-hmm. um, it was talking about how we are, every three years-ish, technology doubles in its capacity. And I think it's wow. called Moore's Law. And so if you think about it, like, back from the printing press, like, doubling the technology of the printing press, like, isn't that big of a deal. I mean, like, it right. was back then, but, like, to us, it's, Really, that's not a big deal. But, like, yeah. if you think about, like, like the iPhone 8, think about all of the things that your phone can do. Think about, like, doubling that, you know, like. Because there's, like, what else can my iPhone not do right, at this like, point? Like, that's just insane. Mm-hmm. And, like, we are reaching a point, according to this, like, law, that um, 
that we, technology is kind of soon going to outgrow us. We will have more technology like than we know what to do with. Mm-hmm, and yeah. if anyone out there obviously probably knows more about this than I do, <laughs> feel free to like text us in and you can totally correct me if I'm wrong because the book I read was like a few years old. But but just that like there will be like you said there will be a point where even if it's not a human chosen plateau, like our technology is gonna outsmart us. Mm-hmm. Quickly. I mean, some of it already does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, there is this, okay, the, there is this theory, you know. Did Chad tell you this theory? Maybe. <laughs> my, uh, my husband is a very, like, he's not a big conspiracy theorist, but he, he like, likes them. Yeah, he we're likes, the same in that. We both yeah. like reading about them. And just because they're interesting, regardless if you believe them or not, they're just interesting, like, what people come up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is there is obviously a conspiracy theory that um, the government has actually withheld a lot of our technology and is slowly releasing it to us because our literally our brains can't keep up with it. Yeah. Okay. And I believe it, just because... Yeah. We're just, there's so much technology and I just think of like um, Elon Musk and like the Tesla and like things like that. Like it's just crazy. Like the things that um, your car can do now. Um, And I just, I do believe that there's a ton more technology out there that Mm -hmm. slowly has been released. And you know what? I'm grateful for it because I literally can't keep up. And I think about my grandparents and actually my grandparents have iPhones but they half the time they don't even know how to answer it. But grandma does. If you're listening to this to grandma, don't let grandpa listen to it. But grandpa, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing with that iPhone. Yeah. So it's just, and I'm like, uh, the older generation, it's like, you know, like, hold it back a bit. Because they, right. they just can't, like, function with it. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about when they were our age, like, like... Their TV, <laughs> like, turned off at, like, 10 yeah. o'clock. Like, there was yeah. no programming. Just, and now we have Netflix. Yeah. We have gone like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, I just, and then I, the thing that just came to my mind was when, you know, the typical story your grandpa or your grandparents tell you, you're like, I walked six miles to school in the snow, <laughs> uphill yeah. both ways. <laughs> and now we're like, call an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then that's when your grandpa's like, well, when I was your age, we didn't have such a thing as Uber, whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Okay, so let's bring it back in a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, we have talked a lot about the negative aspects of social media. Um, but there's also a lot of positive um, uh, impacts that social media has on us. Um, so, let I mean, Amanda, you had a really cool story. Yeah, so I have a blog, um, and so when we talk about blogging and stuff, like, you know, as much as I critique it, I feel like I can because I, I mean, obviously I'm not, like, a famous blogger. I like to think that I am. I'm not. <laughs> but, like, you but know, I feel like... website's really cute. It's actually on our link. It's kindnessandlipstick.com. So, so if you want to check out the rest of the website, it's really cute. <laughs> Thanks. I worked actually really hard on it. Um, but, so, I, part of my blog that I'm actually... Like I said earlier, I'm really, really passionate about body image. If anyone even remotely knows me, I probably will bring it up and be like, you should love yourself because you were made amazingly. And people are like, Amanda, shut up. We get it. <laughs> but anyway, so that's like a lot of what my blog is about. And um, a few years ago, I had the really amazing opportunity. I had reached out to some some friends. There's like, I think, 12 or 13. And they've shared their body image story. So that could be anything from like when I was, you know, eight, someone called me chubby and that has stuck with me ever since and me overcoming that or what does it look like in my walk with the lord if they're christian or you know anything and everything in between just 
just what does that question kind of mean to you? And so mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to some really amazing brave friends share their stories and that were really vulnerable. And so I posted them on my <clears> blog <throat> and that was like junior year of high of, of college. And so that was like what, 2015? Yeah, like yeah. So three years mm-hmm. ago. And so then, um, over the summer, um, I had a girl reach out to me and, um, she had said, Hey, I stumbled upon your blog and I would love for you to come speak at our, my Bible study. And so she had found this blog from three years ago and read these stories. And like, it was just amazing that if, if social media didn't exist, that whole interaction never would have happened. And so I went, I like talked with these girls at their Bible study, had an amazing time. And like, we now like are able to have a relationship, me and these girls, because we can follow each other on Instagram and like mm-hmm. send each other messages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That like back ten years ago we never could have had anything like that. You well, know? and it's and, also crazy that you had no idea the impact that you had made on these young girls. Right. Like you had literally and even no not me, I- but like the girls' stories that they had. Yeah, been, and, and when they when they talked to you about, you know, your blog and everything, like you had no idea that they were like reading these stories and right. maybe some of them identified with it and they just thought that was just the coolest thing that right. you took the time to do this and ask your friends for their stories and kind of just um, talk about it, and I just think that's really cool. Cause yeah, it was just a so cool, cool, a cool way to see. Wow, social media. There are a lot of positives, yeah. right? Like yeah. the good of social media. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then I know like there are other examples. Like Shelby, you were kind of talking about earlier, like yeah. fashion bloggers and yeah. things like that. So I follow. Yeah, I follow a lot of fashion bloggers just because I really like them. And one positive thing that I take away from these influencers is they always kind of push the envelope mm-hmm. with fashion trends. Totally. And um, they it's there's there are always like things that are kind of up and coming. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of gives me the confidence like, hey, maybe I can pull something off like that. Right. Or I, I want to try an outfit like that. And they looked really great in that. I think that I would look really good in that. Right. And I think that's like the best kind of way to view influencers is mm-hmm. is sometimes you know it's hard to be like wow I don't look like her and it's like well I don't look like her but at the same time I really like her outfit and I right. love the scrunchie she has in her hair and wow I really like the way she curled her hair I want to try that with my hair because right. I have similar hair and and I've tried a lot of these trends and I ended up really liking them and they right. gave me some confidence totally. and um so I mean in a way like I like that because they're always willing to push the envelope before you're willing to push yeah, the envelope totally so I really like that um and then one more thing about it is um one of my favorite bloggers something navy she is one of the actually first bloggers um uh, or instagram bloggers one of the first big ones um and she just came out with a fashion line and lately on her page she has been showing different size like her her clothing on different sized people mm-hmm. and i really really like that because you know she Arielle, who is something navy she is an extra small and she's tiny and it's not like she's actually just built that way right mm-hmm. um like she it, she has a hard time gaining weight so it's like in, in a way like people shouldn't shame people for you know totally. being skinny because she literally <laughs> cannot be like she cannot gain weight like Say it's actually a, a, a problem and so, but I really like that she's been showing women in different sizes, different bra sizes, different pant sizes, um, and just showing how her clothes look different on everybody. Right. And I really like that because I don't, I, I can't identify with her clothes when she's wearing them, but right. then when she shows one of her assistants wearing them, right. like she's built more like me. And right. so then I'm like, okay, I like, I like that she showed her because I identify with her better. Totally. Yeah. Well, and I mean, just think about like, 
I'm just gonna step up on my soapbox really quick here and then I'll get off quite quickly but like how important is that like like I think of like Aerie does a really really good job yeah. and I think at first it was a marketing ploy I don't really care because it's gotten yeah, like it's pretty awesome like they show people with disabilities they show people I guess not even with disabilities but with different abilities with you extra know? skin you know with, all yeah that. like mm-hmm. with Anything and everything, and like people in wheelchairs, people with you know the like the bag attached to like them and things like that, and mm-hmm. it's like that is so. Think about like how it made you feel seeing a girl, and like, like th- think about how then that makes a person in a wheelchair feel when they get to see. That's mm-hmm. so much even less mm-hmm. for sure. shown in. I don't know. Yeah, I just think that that's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, like cool. I don't know. That's just like I love that that you shared that and like there's that how that made you feel like yeah like she's a popular blogger and I think then too that makes us think like even just in our own little spheres like I mean I think about it sometimes I'm like oh I only have 800 followers and then I think about it I'm like holy crap that's a lot I can't imagine if 800 people showed up and were like hey we want to hear what you have to say (laughs) like that's kind of the you know like yeah and just to think like even in your own little sphere of influence like Mm -hmm. be really careful and be really mindful and yeah you know yeah. Like, make someone yeah. feel worthy and stuff. But mm. I'm going to yeah, step I, back off my soapbox. <laughs> I love when you go on your soapbox. I do, too. I really do. I live up there. <laughs> it's all good things. All, all good, good things. things. <laughs> um, Name that movie. <laughs> so, my kind of experience with social media is one that... So, I, I mentioned earlier that I am a part of a volleyball club, and I get the cool opportunity... <clears throat> To coach young girls in the sport of volleyball. And we, our mission statement for our club is sort of to use volleyball to to make better people and build self-esteem and all those sort of things. And what's cool about social media in that realm is I'm actually the social media content manager for the club itself. And I get the opportunity to kind of share cool things about the club. And what it's done is social media is a platform because young girls and even boys actually can participate, but are a part of that and they can see and we're using our club as an outreach system to get more girls involved, to have good coaches that care about them and can be good role models, as well as um, create a space for them to to compete and have, um, yeah, just get to play the sport yeah. of volleyball. And yeah. Yeah. I think the coolest part about it is that the mission statement of our club is we really strongly believe that it's for the kids. It's hundred yeah. percent. That's all I care about is that every single thing we do is for the kids. Mm-hmm. And because we have that mission statement and can share it through our social media right. platforms, more kids get to be a part of it. Right. And so that's a really just unique way that in this community that it's being used mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. personally and for anyone involved in it. And so it's really exciting. Yeah. And I'm really pumped to see what happens through that this year. Well, that's, Go ahead. <laughs> I was just thinking about like how it's cool that it's it it's under your control, like because right. you're the person and you yeah. get to be that person that's like choosing to to preach the positivity. Yeah. And I just think that's cool that it's in your control because a lot of the time sometimes it's not in our control and we see this and it's the negativity right. is just there and you're like yeah. okay I see it but like you have the ability to actually like post the positivity which yeah. I think is really cool. Yeah. 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 Get your so. part of it. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. fun. I love it. And I just think that's so special that like you wouldn't think like a volleyball club team like I wouldn't look at that and inherently go like oh that's yeah like that's not but yeah. that's so cool have you how you have taken like we talked about like last <laughs> night like your passion is is sports and volleyball and like you've taken that and you're you're changing these kids' lives yeah. like and that's mm-hmm. not like that's not something to be taken lightly like yeah. you are going to be one of the standing influences but 
influences mm-hmm. in their lives for the test of time. Yeah. And like, you know. <laughs> They're going to remember the yeah. rad volleyball yeah. coach that they had. Yeah. Like, hey, thanks. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal, I think. Yeah. And you look at teach, like Amanda's a teacher, like you look at those spaces. It's just, it's crazy. The right. Different, in any the sphere. The different skill you know? sets that you have yeah. and abilities to, to influence is, is Cool. And if you use that passion for something that's changing yeah. the community around you and the, the world, like making it a better place, that's that's awesome. That's what it should be used for. Definitely. And I think we have to remember that sphere of influence, like no matter what your job is, like mm-hmm. like teaching is more of an overt, like, I mean, I help people all day, <laughs> but like, Literally. but anything like, like if you're a checker at Hagen, mm-hmm. like you still have a very important realm of influence where your job is a integral wheel in the cog of society cog in the wheel of society you know like like I think about when I go to the dentist like there's the office manager that we like go to every time her name's Robin she's like the sweetest lady and she has been the same office manager like and seeing her face reduces my anxiety when I go to the dentist so I like I always think about that when I think about you like you're someone's Robin like Mm. like see they're like oh okay it will be okay going to the dentist because I see Shelby and yeah. that calms me, you know, like, and that's cool. That's so Well, I mean, like, people know? walk in the, the dentist office all the time and, I mean, I get all, you know, you. it's like you ask the question, like, hey, how's it, how are you doing today? And some people, like, I've had one person say, next question. Oh, oh and I was that's like, aggressive. Oh, okay. But then there's also people that come in and like, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous for today. Right. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to make this as painless as possible. Totally. It's going to be really quick. Um, and I was like, and let me know if there's anything I can do to help you with that. And there's right. there's lots of little things. And so it's just, I mean, you kind of have to be that person that kind of alleviates a little bit of that stress. Which yeah. I think that's like my favorite part of my job. Totally. Is, is kind of... Um, you know, caring for people and yeah. like letting them know, like when, when pe- patients come in and they have an, an extraction and when they come out to check out, you know, I have to like, after they get a tooth pulled, I have to be the one to be like, all right, that'll be a hundred dollars, please. And it's like the last thing yeah. you want to do is pay, but then it's you like, you have one less tooth, but we, you will also have, you also need to 100 pay less dollars. <laughs> so thank you. But, um, it's also like, you know, I just want them to know when they leave, like, you know, take care of yourself. Right. Um, please let us know if you need anything. You know, I'm right. I'm here every single day, so just give me a call. Like, it's no big deal. Anyway, so I just think that's really important because, like, that's kind of my passion is yeah. people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. kind of awesome. went on a little tangent there. No, but, that was good. Oh, yeah. Um, Our podcast is just the podcast. Of tangents. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tangents and soapboxes. Yeah. So I mean, going back to just social media. Yeah. There are good and bad things with social media. Yeah. And. Uh, you're going to take the good with the bad. Yeah. And I love social media and I also know that there's a lot of negative things. And totally. we also only just scratch the surface. Yeah. I feel like we'll definitely have to do another podcast. Definitely. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Part two. Yeah. I think we covered it all. Yeah. I agree. Um, and so we want to thank Holly yeah. for being on our yeah. podcast. Thanks for of taking course. the time to yeah. sit and chat with us. Her fun. volleyball club is Apex Northwest Volleyball Club. Um, we have chats coming up. Check out our website. ApexNorthwestVolleyballClub.org. Yeah, and when this podcast airs, we will link it um, on our Instagram. And yeah, Holly, yeah. thanks so much thanks, for guys. being on. Yeah, yeah let's really do it fun. again sometime. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I live here, so that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so now is the time for our second segment. And cue the intro music. <laughs> All 
right. Now for a little fun on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we decided to take a BuzzFeed quiz. So the quiz, which is very fitting for yep. myself it is. especially, which classic McDonald's items item matches your personality? I, I got I got a little too excited when I saw this. I feel like I should be asking you these questions so that we find out okay. what one matches your Let's personality. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Um, play now. What? Oh my gosh. What is your ideal romantic partner like? Someone extremely hot. Someone very kind and stable. Someone who is eternally devoted to you. Someone who is fun and adventurous. Someone who is rich and famous, or I want lots of romantic partners. <laughs> well, I feel Probably like, not the last one. <laughs> I feel like since I, I already have a romantic partner, let's see. Uh, probably someone who is entirely devoted to me. Yeah, I like that. What are you most likely to do at a party? Only talk to people I know, play games, dance, get wasted, flirt, try to hook up, awkwardly stare at my phone. It's between awkwardly stare at my phone and only talk to people I already know. Probably already the people I already talk are the people I already know. Yeah, I agree. Okay, you just got dumped. What are you gonna do? Cry so much, blame myself, eat my feelings, get really angry, try to distract myself, or find someone else to hook up with ASAP. Oh my. Probably cry so much. Okay. How would you want a casual acquaintance? How Okay, let me try that again. How would a casual acquaintance probably describe you? Sarcastic and witty, sensitive and emotional, shy but cool, extremely kind and generous, outgoing and friendly, angry or and intense. Maybe you should answer this one for me. I would say outgoing and friendly. Not angry and intense. Well, that was my original <laughs> option, but I thought that would hurt your feelings. What is your energy level most of the time? Sleepy, productive, pretty chill, all over the place, over 9,000. Uh, normal? Um, normal? <laughs> I want to say uh, normal or all over the place, but let's go with uh, normal. I feel like that one's more you. Hash brown. You're low-key and a bit shy, but you thrive in situations where you feel comfortable and are in control. You're very thoughtful, but you don't always speak your mind. I... Do you feel like that's accurate? That's I think, is a little accurate. I am a little upset that I got the freaking hash brown. But, like, that's the most staple thing, though. Think about it. You could have a hash brown with a Big Mac. I'd rather have French fry. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Dang it. You can say I failed that one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, do you want to do me? Because now I'm really curious. <laughs> what you don't have to re You can just re-ask the questions and I'll just Okay, say. what is your ideal romantic partner like? Uh, kind and stable. What are you most likely to do at a party? Probably flirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest. Uh, you just got dumped. What are you going to do? Uh, cry. cry so much? Yeah, I probably. can answer that for you. What would a casual acquaintance probably describe about you? What do you think? Um, extremely kind and generous. Oh. But also sensitive and emotional. But also sarcastic and witty. So all of the above. Which one do you think is most me? Sensitive and emotional. No. Okay. If we're being real oh, here. I'm okay. sorry. That's fine. That's not, that's not a bad thing, no. being sensitive. What is your energy level most of the time? Uh, pretty chill, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think so too. Egg. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Egg McMuffin! 
Okay, read it. You're a person with a lot of big feelings. Not wrong. And that can be a good good thing or a bad thing for also you depending on the situation. No one ever feels neutral about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should screenshot that That's and very send it to accurate. Me. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, all right. So that ends our second segment. Yeah. Right, so that wraps up our third episode. Yeah. Crazy. Um, once again, this is so much fun. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. We hope that you're enjoying it. Yeah. Um, once again, please do hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Overwhelmingly Average Podcast. We got some good feedback mm-hmm. um, from our first podcast that we um, uh, posted. And um, so just keep with the feedback. We love hearing that you guys are listening to it. Um, you can always give positive feedback, too. It doesn't just have to be critiques. Yes, we we do need to be pet sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it is, it's just so much fun. And, again, thank you to Holly yeah, thank you, for Holly. taking the time and talking with us. Um, and we look forward to having more guests on our show. Yeah, yeah. So we hope you guys have a great week. Um, Halloween is next week. Woo-hoo! So um, Maybe you'll exciting. get to hear our costumes. Yeah, if I have one. I'm going to find her one. So I'm kind of the Grinch when it comes to Halloween. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Amanda's trying to change that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, have a great week, you guys. And we'll catch you next week. Catch you next week. See you later. We love you so much.